Call the roll. Downing. Downing here, die. Die here, Erickson. Erickson, absent. Farrell, absent. Gillis. Gillis here, Hendrick. Hendrick, absent. Kiefer. Kiefer here, Kolar. Kolar here, Krause. Krause here, Levin. Levin, absent. Matano. Matano here, McCarble. McCarble here, Miles. Miles here, Nelson. Nelson here, O'Loughlin. O'Loughlin here, Pan. Pan here, Pirtle. Pirtle here, Richmond. Richmond absent. Rip. Rip here, Ritt. Ritt here, Rusk. Rusk here, Saloff. Saloff here, Shower. Shower here, Schmidt. Schmidt here, Solberg. Solberg here, Stubbs. Stubbs here, Veldrin. Veldrin here, Wegleitner. Wegleitner here, Willett. Willett here, Wiest. Wiest here, Zwiefel. Zwiefel here, Baird. Baird here, Bollig. Bollig here, Chenoweth. Chenoweth here, Clausius. Clausius here, De Felice. De Felice here, Corrigan. Here. Corrigan here. A quorum is present. Um, supervisors Farrell, Levin, and Richmond had notified us that they would be absent. Uh, this evening will be led in our prayer inspirational message by Supervisor Downing. Well, thank you, Madam Chair. There are uh, many others that are way more inspirational than I, and so what I would like to do is simply read you some quotes from a few of those folks and hope that they resonate with you in this room. Uh, and, and my hope is that uh, eventually through, uh, through our entire country and the world. Um, basically, they deal with uh, one of, I believe, one of the essential problems we face in our society. And it was uh, stated quite well, I thought, by a uh, Scotsman um, back in the last century when he said, we are effectively destroying ourselves by violence masquerading as love. Okay, well, what's the solution? Martin Luther King had had a solution. He said, one day we must come to see that peace is not merely a distant goal that we seek, but that it, means, that it is a means by which we arrive at that goal. We must pursue peaceful ends through peaceful means. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Well, all right, these are very lofty thoughts. Uh, how do we do that? Well, here's, here's a few ideas. Uh, a journalist also from the last century, uh, William Allen White, wrote, if each man or woman could understand that every other human life is as full of sorrows or joys or base temptations of heartaches and of remorse as his own, how much kinder, how much gentler we would be. George Washington Carver said it another way. How far you go in life depends on your being tender with the young, compassionate with the aged, sympathetic with the striving, and tolerant of the weak, tolerant of the weak and strong. Because someday in your life, you will have been all of these. So my favorite, and, and a way to wrap this up, um, if you'd like, uh, we could watch the movie. I brought it along. It's... Uh, <laughs> It's uh, called Harvey. It's, it uh, starred James Stewart. And um, if, if, as I say, I'll give you a quote on it. If you really want the movie, we can watch that too. Um, but here's what, uh, here's what Jimmy Stewart said as he was playing the role of Elwood P. Dowd uh, in, the, in the play of Harvey. Years ago, my mother used to say to me, she'd say, in this world, Elwood, 
She always called me Elwood. In this world, you must be oh so smart or oh so pleasant. For years I was smart. I recommend pleasant. You may quote me. And with that, uh, would you join me in the pledge? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Supervisor Downing. Now we have special matters and announcements. Are there any announcements this evening? <coughs> Supervisor Kiefer. Madam Chair, I'm announcing that today I'm introducing a resolution relating to the North Mendota Parkway, specifically relating to budgetary support for an engineering study of this parkway. We have an opportunity, I've learned, through the state budget process that the state is willing to uh, do a $500,000 engineering study of the North Mendota Parkway, which would then get us in line for something called enumeration, which would be the process by which state highway projects are selected and potentially have this as a state highway. And in order to do that, um, there has to be this study done of which the state is going to pay 90%, and the state has asked us to commit 10%, which would be $50,000 to show the county's commitment to this process. And so I'm circulating this resolution, which essentially indicates the county board's intention to include that $50,000 in the 2016 budget, which would then allow us to leverage uh, the full 500000 and I'll be circulating that for signatures. Thank you, Supervisor Keeper. Supervisor Stubbs. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, it is with great pleasure on tonight that I introduce our Dane County Executive Joseph Parisi's initiative that many of you may have heard about, which is called Access to Opportunities Resolution. You know, gainful employment is the most effective uh, vehicle out of poverty that gives a downward or upward mobility. All efforts to achieve prosperity for all must begin with access to families sustaining jobs. It can assist with breaking down barriers to employment, which goes a long way in reducing racial disparities in almost every indicator of a person's well-being. There are four particular items that he identified in this resolution. The first one, the driver's license pilot program. It's a partnership with Dane County, Madison Metropolitan School District, and the local cooperative education service agency for piloting funds for kids to afford to take their driver's education. The second initiative is driver's license recovery, which it provides $20,000 to eliminate the wait list for a successful coordinated program by the YWCA to help those who've lost their driver's license regain their license. The third initiative is transitioning jobs, which creates a new partnership with Orchard Ridge Church, Commonwealth Development, and Dane County Government to help get 100 people uh, jobs that have it to be transitional. This initiative actually takes place with our Joint Forces for Families on the southwest side of Madison, which is in Supervisor Matt Veldrum's district. So I hope you would think about being a sponsor on this. And the final initiative is the reentry housing, which just talks about affordable housing. Development team will actually submit an RFP for transitional housing to help funds for those that return back into our community, which oftentimes are people of color. And we just want to help them with their incarceration rate, get back reintegrated into our community. And the one um, ordinance amendment that's attached to these particular uh, four opportunities is ordinance amendment number 65, which talks about um, fines relating to marijuana. And this amendment modifies the violation for having less than an ounce of marijuana, too often the current fine of $500 to 1000 not including court fees, go unpaid, which oftentimes creates a record for individuals into the criminal justice system. And because of poverty, they are unable to pay for these fines. So I ask that you consider signing on to these resolutions. Send a manila folder. Please return it back at the end of the day. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Stubbs. Supervisor Erickson. 
Thank you, Madam Chair. Just wanted to give a brief update on the Arctic Passage at the zoo. Um, I've been asked about this a couple times, but the date for the opening is going to be Memorial Day weekend, and there will be a number of events planned for that. In addition to that, there will be a fundraiser on May 9th, which is open to the public, which will be a paid fundraiser, and I'll send out some more information about that. That's on, again, the 9th. And then um, there will be an event for you know those of us here, a family and friends event, on Saturday, May 16th. I don't have the exact times yet. But again, that's Saturday, May 16th, and that's for staff and us, et cetera, where you can you know, preview the new exhibit. Um, regarding <clears throat> Arctic Passage, um, as you've probably heard already, we have two our polar bear twins, which are from the Como Zoo in St. Paul, Minnesota. In addition to that, we have grizzly bear twins, which are from the Dakota Zoo. Um, in addition to some other things at the zoo that are happening, um, Kawan, who is, which is a, who is a orangutan, um, is expecting in late March or April, so there'll be a baby orangutan. And in addition to that, um, for about a month now, we've had an additional red uh, panda, male panda, from the Lincoln Park Zoo in Chicago. Thanks. Thank you, Supervisor Erickson. Are there any further announcements this evening? I have um, two announcements. One, I wanted to, for those of you who weren't able to make it down to the reception downstairs, I wanted to make sure that everyone got to meet our newest staff member in the county board office, Lauren Cool, who is in the back of the room next to Karen. Um, make sure you say hello if you haven't had the chance to say um, hello so far. Um, we're thrilled to have her with us and excited to have a, um, to be fully up to staff again in the county board office. Um, also, I wanted to announce the March birthdays with all apologies to the February birthdays who we forgot to announce <laughs> that were not announced. Um, but in March, um, March 18th um, is um, our staff person, Karen Thurlow, Karen Peterson Thurlow, um, and also um, Supervisor O'Laughlin on the 19th, Supervisor Krause on the 19th, Supervisor Shower on the 24th, and Supervisor Schmidt on the 26th. So happy birthday to the March birthdays. Um, for next on our calendar is approval of payments. Is there a motion on bills over $10,000 referred to the county board? Moved by Nelson, seconded by Pirtle. Is there any discussion? All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the bills over 10,000 are approved. Um, on approval of county board minutes, um, is there a motion on the county board minutes of February 19th? Moved by Chenoweth, seconded by Miles. Um, are there any additions or corrections? Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Madam Chair. On resolutions number 459 and 460, the minutes read that it passed by voice vote unanimously. I did not vote for that. However, I know that my vote is often drowned out, but I don't, I don't believe that the minutes are correct in saying unanimously. If we could remove the word unanimously, it would be wonderful. We will have the minutes corrected. Thank you. Are there any other additions or corrections to the minutes? Uh, on the motion um, to approve the minutes as corrected by Supervisor Willett, it, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the minutes as amended are approved. On the consent calendar, on items F1 to F3, are there any requests for separation? Supervisor Schmidt. Um, yes, item F3, please. Okay, we'll separate that. On items F1 and F2, what's before us is um, the motion to, is the recommendation to adopt. Um, is there discussion on F1 and F2? Supervisor Schmidt, are you asking to? Okay, I just want to make sure. Um, on seeing no seeing no discussion, um, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and F1 and F2 are approved. Supervisor Schmidt on F3. Um, yes, uh, thank you, Madam Chair. I ask that this be referred back to committee. The uh, land sale associated with this lease um, has some issues and still needs further work, so we ask that that be sent back to committee. So um, the motion is to refer back to the Public Works and Transportation Committee and to the Personnel Committee. Are you also, Personnel and Finance Committee, are you also asking to have it referred back to the Airport Commission? Uh, no, they, uh, we have been in communication with the Airport Commission and we're okay just back to Personnel and Finance, I'm sorry, back to Public Works and Transportation. 
to the motion is to re-refer to Public Works and to Personnel and Finance. And I'm moved by Schmidt and seconded by Ritt. Is there discussion? Supervisor O'Loughlin. Thank you, Madam Chair. I'm just wondering if I could ask the Chair of Public Works and Transportation a question regarding the issue that we're talking about because I see that they approved it and then we approved it at the Airport Commission and this is a surprise to me that this is, that there's some difficulty in the land purchase. If you could address that, please. Supervisor Schmidt, are you? Supervisor Schmidt. Yeah, I got a call from Rodney at the Airport Commission this afternoon indicating that the land sale did not go through. Rodney. And so, therefore, he asked that they have another buyer potentially looking at this so they would like to have this re-referred back to committee. Any further discussion? All those in favor of re-referral say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and Resolution 534 is re-referred. On H, reports on zoning petitions, on items H1 to H12, what's before us is the recommendation of the committee. Are there any requests for separation on the zoning petitions? Seeing none, is there discussion on items H1 to H12? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and the recommendation of the committee is approved on H1 to H12. On I, ordinances, Ordinance Amendment 62, amending Chapter 17 of the Dane County Code of Ordinances, official floodplain map revision related to Black Earth Creek remander project. What's before us is the recommendation of the Zoning and Land Regulation Committee. Is there discussion on Ordinance Amendment 62? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and Ordinance Amendment 62 is approved. Under resolutions, Resolution 355, the Dane County Legislative Agenda, Supervisor Baird. I'd like to move Sub 1 as recommended by Executive Committee. Baird moves Sub 1. Is there a second? Seconded by Chenoweth. Is there discussion on Sub 1 to the Dane County Legislative Agenda? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and Sub 1 is approved. I mean, yes, Sub 1 is approved. What's before us now is Resolution 355 as amended by Sub 1. Is there a motion? I don't think we need another motion. We just have to vote on it. So, Supervisor Matano. Thank you, Madam Chair. I just wanted to rise to make a brief point that the Legislative Agenda takes a lot of stands on a lot of issues. And oftentimes it's stated that our resolutions are inappropriate if they direct another body to do something. And also I should say that the Legislative Agenda, the information flow is two ways. Thanks to Chair Miles of the Zoning and Land Regulation Committee for responding to Senator Tiffany's letter to us asking us to expedite the approval of the Ingridge Pipeline through Dane County. But a hypothetical would be the United States Postal Service has been talking about eliminating Saturday service. And if that happened, that would be conceivably objected to by some members of this body in our community. So query why we would not speak out on something the U.S. Postal Service or some other body proposed as opposed to just directing our comments on issues relating to the legislature. It seems inconsistent to say that we can have a 10-page list of what we would like to see happen at the legislature but be silent on all issues that originate with other bodies. So for that reason, I thought I'd point out that inconsistency in the logic of opposing resolutions that express opinions of this body. Thank you, Supervisor Matano. Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Madam Chair. I rise to just object to this whole process. By the time we get to 14 pages, we are wasting everybody's time with this. 
the idea maybe makes sense if we had about one thing per committee, but by the time we bury it in this much detail, and I could take all of my time to try and remove things that I don't like, I won't do that to you. Um, I've just wanted to say that this whole process is not a good way of doing it, and I will be quiet at that. Thank you, Supervisor Willett. Supervisor Miles. Thank you, Madam Chair. I just wanted to rise and provide acknowledgement to Mickey Bill, who, um, who worked so diligently in attending a lot of various committee meetings, and, and if there's ever a, a scenario where you can use the phrase herding cats, I think this might be one of them, where, um, she was taking the input from a, a lot of different folks in a lot of different committee meetings over a considerable amount of time, so I appreciate her efforts. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Miles. Supervisor Baird. I just want to, pardon me, sorry. I just wanted to comment that, um, it is a lengthy document, and after the document is approved, um, if, if it is approved by the full county board, the executive committee then does a summary um, and highlights the uh, priorities of each committee on the county board. So um, there is an effort to, uh, to uh, shorten the document and, or at least have a summary cover page. Thank you, Supervisor Baird. Supervisor Schmidt. Um, thank you, Madam Chair. I wanted to echo what Supervisor Miles said and really show our appreciation to our legislative liaison in a very difficult time in dealing with the Capitol. And also, um, I think part of the reason this document is long and needs to be long is because you never know what's going to be happening over there. So it's really important that we have a lot of issues identified there so we can be proactive um, when necessary. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Schmidt. Further discussion on Resolution 355. If not, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 355 is adopted. On Resolution 516, an initial resolution authorizing general obligation bonds and promissory notes, what's before us is the Personal and Finance Committee recommendation of Sub 1. Is there discussion on Resolution 516? Supervisor Willett. Hey, Madam Chair. I guess it's my night tonight. This document, again, has a lot of things in it, a lot of things that are, that are right and should be here. But there's some things that are missing. Those of you that are working on a jail resolution and talking about fixing some jail things, if you vote for this, you're voting against your own resolution because there's no money in here for the jail. We didn't do it. We left it out. Those, those of you who want to vote for the radio, and I do. Well, we got a resolution tonight so we can authorize $7 million for DaneCom, which is probably the right thing. But what are we getting for that? Where's the detail to that? And yeah, it'll come. Okay. So what's the rush? When are we going to borrow this money? And we're going to borrow this money by when I asked earlier today, um, late in the fall. So the rush is we're concerned about people like me who are going to make sure that we're spending the right amount of money on things, making sure the amount of money is right. Instead, we're just going to ask for enough to cover everything and make it work. Yes, if we don't vote for this, it means that individual product, projects would come before the board. We would do a supervisory ability and decide whether that's something we wanted to vote for or not. It isn't someone holding up the budget. It's looking at each individual project and saying, is this right or isn't it right? We voted for a budget. That budget had us with what we were paying off pretty close to even. However, we're borrowing an extra $40 million. When I ask these things are things that we had asked for before, where's the exact detail? As supervisors, one of our main jobs is to make sure that we're spending the money that should be spent. So there's some highlights. There's some reasons why there's no reason we have to rush this. We could, in fact, make sure it's right by the time we do it. So now as you look at all of those pages, let's look at one little project because you all say, yeah, maybe, well, it's a little crazy. Let's look at one. Under public safety, there's one called the Sheriff's Blair Street Pier. It's a measly $31,500. Most of you probably don't have any idea what that is. $31,500, and we approved it, so we should vote for it. Well, we finished part of it, one of the projects, and it cost $6,040. That was half. 
The other one is scheduled for spring, which is a project that we should do. I'm not arguing the project, whether we should do it or not. I've gotten in trouble for things like that before. I'm saying that we need to do the project. The question is, where's the dollars? As supervisors, are we making sure the right dollars are here? Okay. How much does the second part of the project cost? We have a contract, $9,668. That's a total of $15,708. Have we borrowed any of that money? The answer is yes. In 14, we did borrow part of the funds to do this. The amount we borrowed was $3,500. Small amount. Now what we need to finish this project is $12,200. And yes, there might be an overage by the time we're done, so we wouldn't want to hit that exactly. But we have in here $31,500. PP&J has already seen the transfer request trying to borrow money out of this because it was coming in over budget. But yet we're going to borrow all the money that we don't need? This is what we as supervisors need to do to get to these contract amounts right, to ask staff to not borrow money that we don't need, to quit spending money we don't have, to quit raising our debt. By this is about 12% extra we're going to raise in 2015 because of all of these things. There is no reason that this has to be rushed through. There is a lot of reasons why it shouldn't. So with that, I'd like to make a motion to postpone this. To postpone till? Just two months. So Supervisor Willett moves that we postpone Resolution 516 for two months. Is there a second? Seconded by Rip. Is there discussion? Supervisor Pirtle. Thank you. Um, we are doing this a little differently this year, and there are two components that are going here. We're both authorizing the ability to go out and have the staff make the purchases, so buy the squad cars and procure the improvements and do all the pieces, and we're authorizing the ability to issue the debt. Okay, so both those things have to happen. If we don't do the first, we can't actually do any of the things that we approved in the budget. There's no authority to take that action. The second is we have to... I think it makes sense for us to provide approval that if we say that we are going to approve certain projects, that we have authority to bond for those. To be clear, those bonds will not be issued till this fall. Supervisor Willett is correct. But they will come back to the committee. It will come to personnel and finance. We will see and review the projects. I doubt it will be all $79,841,991. It will certainly be less than that by the time the finalization is done. And then there will be a final vote that this, can, this whole body will actually take when the debt is issued. However, I do not think it makes sense to go out and spend money that we have not authorized bonding for because we're not backing the decisions that we've made. You passed a budget. You're going to authorize the debt. We're going to review the spending. I think the committee should watch it. Finance will watch it. And we're only going to bond for what we need. But I don't think we should go out and tell people that you can go and run a whole bunch of projects, but we're not actually going to guarantee that we're going to issue the debt for those projects. That is what budgeting is about. That's what authorizing is about. I don't think we should refer it back to committee. I think we should stand by what we've decided and review the decisions as they come with all due financial oversight, which I welcome. And I appreciate the conversation, but I would encourage people to vote no. Further discussion on Supervisor Willett's motion to postpone for two months? On Supervisor motion, uh, Willett's motion, um, there will be a roll call. All those in favor, vote aye. All those opposed, vote no. On or, postponement. On postponement. Downing. Downing. No. Die. No. Die. No. Erickson. No. Erickson. No. Farrell. Farrell absent. Gillis. Gillis, no. Hendrick? No. Hendrick, no. Kiefer? No. Kiefer, no. Kolar? No. Kolar, no. Krause? No. Krause, no. Levin? Levin, absent? Oh, he's got a resolution, too. Uh, Matano? No. Matano, no. McCarville? No. McCarville, no. Miles? No. Miles, no. Nelson? No. Nelson, no. O'Loughlin? No. O'Loughlin, no. Pan? No. Pan, no. Pirtle? No. Pirtle, no. Richmond? Richmond, absent. Rip? Aye. Rip, I. Rit? No. Rit, no. Rusk? No. Rusk, no. Saloff? No. Saloff, no. Shower? No. 
Shower, no. Schmidt, no. Schmidt, no. Solberg, no. Solberg, no. Stubbs, no. Stubbs, no. Veldrin, no. Veldrin, no. Wegleitner, no. Wegleitner, no. Willett, no. Willett, I. Wiest, no. Wiest, no. Zweifel, no. Zweifel, no. Baird, no. Baird, no. Bollig, no. Bollig, no. Chenoweth, no. Chenoweth, no. Clausius, no. Clausius, no. De Felice. De Felice, no. Corrigan. No. Corrigan, no. On that motion, there are two ayes and 32 noes, so the motion fails. Is there discussion on Resolution 516? Seeing none, all those in favor say or vote aye. We need a we need a roll call. So, yeah. so all those in favor, vote aye. All those opposed, vote no. The clerk will call the roll. Downing. Downing, aye. Oh, i got to turn myself on. Downing, aye. Die. Die, aye. Erickson. Erickson, aye. Farrell. Farrell, absent. Gillis. Gillis, aye. Hendrick. Hendrick, aye. Kiefer. Kiefer, I Kolar. Kolar, I Krause. Krause, I Levin. Levin, absent. Matano. Matano, I McCarble. McCarble, I Miles. Miles, I Nelson. Nelson, I O'Laughlin. O'Laughlin, I Pan. Pan, I Pertle. Pertle, I Richmond. Richmond, absent. Rip. Rip, I Rit. Rit, I Rusk. Rusk, I Selop. Selaf I Shower, Shower I Schmidt, Schmidt I Solberg, Solberg I Stubbs, Stubbs I Veldrin, Veldrin I Wegleitner, Wegleitner I Willett, Willett No, Wiest, Wiest I Zwiefel, Zwiefel I Baird, Baird I Bollig, Bollig I Chenoweth, Chenoweth I Clausius, Clausius I De Felice, De Felice I Corrigan, Corrigan I. On Resolution 516, there are 33 ayes and one no, so Resolution 516 is approved. Resolution 526 authorizes the tax deeding of the tax deeding of tax delinquent properties. Which bef what's before us is Sub 1, um, the recommendation of the Personnel and Finance Committee. Is there discussion on Resolution 526? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 526 is approved. Resolution 550 will not be considered this evening. The Executive Committee held that in committee. Items on items M, items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage. Um, on items M1, sorry, two, on items M1 to M8, um, I'd like to have record those as having passed unanimously. Are there any requests for separation on items M1 to M8? If not, um, is there – oh, there is. I'm sorry. I see several. Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I'd like to separate M4 and M6. Okay, we will separate those. Further requests for separation, Supervisor Hendrick? Uh, the same, thank you. Okay. And Supervisor Stubbs? Um, M3. M3. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Well, I will do um, items M1 and 2, M5, and M7 and 8. So we'll do items M1 and 2, 5, 7, and 8. On those items, is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. And they have passed unanimously. On item M3, 
Resolution 483, authorizing an agreement to accept Homeland Security and Wisconsin Department of Military Affairs grant funding for purchases of SWAT equipment. Is there? Okay. I'm going to let the clerk get recorded. When you do it like that, it takes a second. Okay. Sorry. Yes. One, two. It's one, two, five, seven, and eight. Okay. You ready? On item M, as I said, on Resolution 483, item M3, is there discussion? Supervisor Stubbs. Thank you, Madam Chair. Sorry about that. I just wanted to say that there was a lot of discussion in our committee, and I want to recognize the efforts of our Dane County Sheriff, Sheriff Mahoney, in which he actually drafted a memo to Chair Perdo and myself, stating that the equipment would not be used for crowd control. And so that was really important for me. It would not be used in that capacity in its helmets that's used for high-intensive situations, like if there was an incident in the mall that was high-risk, then that would be the use of that equipment. So it was very important that I understand what equipment was being purchased and then what was the method in which it was being used. So I just wanted to go on record that I support it. And when asked for a memo, Sheriff Mahoney did actually submit a memo to myself and Chair Perdo about that. Okay. Thank you, Supervisor Stubbs. Further discussion on Resolution 483? Supervisor Downing. Well, if that's the case, should things like riot control be taken out of the project analysis statement? And I'll ask that question of Supervisor Stubbs, if I may. Supervisor Stubbs is not the sponsor of this amendment. If you have a question for the Sheriff. Okay. Could I direct that question to you, Sheriff? And thanks very much for what I understand that you wrote to Supervisor Stubbs. But my question is, if that's the case, why is riot control in this statement? It's in the policy and fiscal note under policy analysis statement where it says it will be used in the following ways. TRT duties include riot control. Resolution here. It's under the section that's called impact of adopting proposal. As far as I'm concerned, you can take it out of riot control. We don't use tactical team members for riot control. We have specially trained special events team members. If you recall back to Act 10, those individuals were highly trained, equipped, and due to their outstanding selection by the Sheriff, they were placed directly in front of the doors and never had a problem at the Capitol. Actually, lately they maybe ought to be used again. But as far as I'm concerned, you can take riot control out. We don't use that team nor that equipment for riot control. Supervisor Downing, that's in the fiscal note, not in the actual resolution. And so it has no relevance, even though it says the impact of adopting this proposal is? It doesn't impact the actual resolution. 
Well, I just brought it up, and if Supervisor Stubbs is happy, is content with the way things are, I'll pass. Okay. Thank you, Supervisor Downing. Supervisor Pirtle. I just wanted to follow up, and the sheriff did come, and we had a fairly lengthy conversation about this, and I don't have any questions. I just wanted to speak to, I think the critical issue that we raised in this conversation is there's 390 frontline officers, sheriff's deputies that work for the sheriff. This equipment is for 20. It is not to be used at all times, but is for high-risk hostage situations. It's protective gear, not offensive gear, and I think the sheriff is keenly aware, and I think has demonstrated in his handling of these issues, the sensitivity that this board has for these issues and the community, and I think we're all aware that there are challenges, but there also are situations where the right equipment is vital to the protection of those people who are going to put their lives in danger, and I think it's important that we recognize the difference in those situations, and I appreciated the fact that the sheriff was willing to put that in writing to us personally. So I would encourage folks to vote yes. Thank you, Supervisor Pirtle. Is there further discussion on Resolution 483? Supervisor Keefer. I had a question for Corp Counsel, if someone's here from Corp Counsel. And while you're coming up, my question is, would the sheriff's memo create an enforceable private right of action on the part of someone who's affected by this? For example, if someone participates in a demonstration, and then someone who's wearing one of the helmets that's covered by this, purchased by this grant, participates in the crowd control, would that memo by the sheriff create an ability of that person to bring a claim against the county? Or would it be enforceable in some other way? I think it's a policy statement by the sheriff, and just that. I don't believe it creates any private right of action. Any liability that would arise would come from that deputy's actions, not what piece of equipment he's wearing. But I don't see this as creating any private right of action, simply because the sheriff says they're not going to use the helmets for riot control. Would there be some other way that it could be enforced, the sheriff's memo? Not really that I can see. I mean, the memo is a statement of policy and assurance to you of what he's going to use it for, and it's simply that. I don't have any reason to think that's what he means, but I don't really see it as a legally binding document. So in other words, could a future sheriff, if these helmets are still around 10 years from now, use the helmets for crowd control if that new sheriff wanted to do that? Yes. That's all I have. Further discussion on Resolution 483? All those in favor, say aye. All those in favor, say aye. I'm sorry. Opposed, say no. The ayes have it. Do we need to do a roll call since this needs a two-thirds vote? In the opinion of the chair, there's a two-thirds vote on Resolution 483. Resolution 494, authorizing acceptance of a Wisconsin Department of Justice Burn Memorial Justice Assistance Program Dane County Narcotics Task Force grant. Is there discussion on Resolution 494? I should say the motion before us is to approve this. Supervisor Hendrick. Thank you. I also have a couple questions for the sheriff. And while you're walking up there, I'll start my question. I'm very concerned about heroin and similar drugs in our community, and this is about the Narcotics Task Force. So my first question is, my understanding is a lot of law enforcement officers carry a product called Naloxone or the brand name Narcan to save people from heroin overdoses. Would any of this funding be used to provide Naloxone for Dane County overdose victims? Since I received that question earlier today, I tried to do some, first of all, research on the grant, and two, try to reach out to my co-chairs on the oversight committee. I think it brings up a very interesting perspective that I'll be honest, I didn't even consider until 
I got the email and started thinking about it because that money can be used um, uh, for the for equipment and necessary uh, necessities to run that unit. And so my intent is to reach out to my co-chairs, one of which is uh, Chief Koval, who uh, most recently has gone public on the fact that as much as he would like to put Narcan in, the, in every squad car, uh, he's unable to do it uh, because of of the fact that it now costs about $50 per unit. It has a very short shelf life and has to be kept in a uh, t temperature controlled environment, et cetera. And uh, as such, uh, it can be very, very expensive. So this may be a means by which uh, we can use some of those funding mechanisms to, to equip law enforcement uh, with Narcan. As it relates to the Sheriff's Office, uh, we have just now finalized the policy on the carrying of Narcan. We will begin training our folks on the use of Narcan, and then uh, up until I got the email, I thought I'd just put it into my 16 budget, but maybe I can do it sooner. So I, I can't make a guarantee to you, Supervisor, but it, it uh, turned a bulb on. I really appreciate your efforts and your answer to that question. And I think my only other question is, there any policy or rule regarding the Narcotics Task Force, since it's called the Narcotics Task Force, is there any rule that prevents this funding uh, from being used for marijuana enforcement? Well, on, on the fiscal note, this $132,000 is geared toward uh, record keeping and overtime costs reimbursement for the three primary agencies. There are other communities that participate in the uh, narcotics unit, um, which at times will have reimbursement provided to them, but it provides for UW, Dane County, and, and uh, City of Madison. Um, as it relates to the enforcement of marijuana-related offenses, that unit, by and large, as long as I've been uh, familiar with it, has not been engaged in the possession, the enforcement of possession of marijuana cases. Now, I can't tell you that it'll never be used on a marijuana case. If we interdict a semi-load of marijuana on the way from Colorado to uh, to my backyard, um, in fact, it may. Well, I didn't mean it that way. Um, I mean my conflict of interest. Um, um, nice try. Uh, I can't tell you that in a in a, a large scale case that it wouldn't be used. Um, as a matter of fact, I would approve it for that purpose. But, Thank you. But I can tell you that as long as I've been uh, familiar with that unit, it has not been utilized for street level possession cases. Further discussion, Supervisor Stubbs. Yes. Thank you, Madam Chair. I also like to thank our sheriff um, for submitting another memo to Chair Pirtle and myself because we didn't have a lot of discussion. One of the areas of concern for me is if this priority would be based upon the rest for marijuana use and how it certainly has been reflective in racial disparities. And so Sheriff Mahoney has certainly been able to describe the efforts being more of heroin and then cocaine um, and then other prescribed medication and crack cocaine being those areas of focus first and not a heavy use on marijuana. So thank you, Sheriff Mahoney. Thank you, Supervisor Stubbs. Supervisor Pirtle. Uh, I just wanted to rise in support of uh, accepting uh, this grant money. Uh, as you may recall, I rallied against um, deceased money when that uh, conversation came up. But I don't, I don't believe that um, all the drugs in our community present the same threat or raise the same issues. I don't think they impact communities in the same way. And I think having had some personal experience in my life in different ways, both with uh, parents who struggled with substance abuse and uh, a, a, a co-worker who lost her son to a heroin overdose. I think that we all understand that these are potentially lethal 
very dangerous situations, and I think that the ability to tackle this issue in our community is an important one. Um, and I think that we should take the money. Thank you, Supervisor Pirtle. Supervisor Hendrick. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair, and I, I appreciate the sheriff's answers and the comments of my colleagues. I plan to vote no on this uh, for a couple reasons. Uh, perhaps to get the easy one out of the way, uh, I don't favor adding any more funding to the Narcotics Task Force until their emphasis on marijuana enforcement is ended. And I know that's not our job, and we're not going to change the policy of that task force, but the people who run it have that option to change that policy and to get my support. Uh, the other point, uh, which I think is the more difficult one and requires a little more explanation, is I am so concerned about the scourge of heroin in our community that I will not vote for funding that does not address that. This funding is primarily used to say that we are against heroin and we will arrest people to show how much we are against it. That is not going to save people from heroin overdose. It's not going to save people from heroin addiction. And it's not going to save the public from the crimes that are committed by heroin addicts to get the money because they're addicted to heroin. And so... I will not vote for this because I'm concerned about heroin. I really appreciate the sheriff's comments uh, regarding Narcan, uh, and I, I guess because the patents expired, there are generic forms of it now. That doesn't make it that much cheaper, apparently. But um, the idea of law enforcement officers being able to save people from heroin overdoses is, I think, and should be a high priority of this board, and I'm glad it is for the sheriff and also for the narcotics task force. I think that should be one of our very highest priorities. The other, and I think that may be somewhat addressed by this, so I, I, sh I will concede that and, again, thank the sheriff. The other point is that public safety, which I think is our primary goal here, the, pu the safety of the public is best addressed by saving people from heroin addiction. And people who are addicted to heroin need help to end that addiction. And there are programs and there are prescriptions that can help heroin addicts no longer be addicts. The biggest threat to me is that, first of all, heroin is illegal and that creates a lot of crimes because there's an illegal business going on in our county. And secondly, that heroin addicts, to get money to buy heroin, will commit crimes. And that can be stopped by saving people from their own addiction. Not just by saying, oh, we disapprove of it, it's illegal, just say no to heroin, but by actually doing the things that save people from heroin addiction. So for those reasons, I'm going to be voting no on this resolution. Thank you, Supervisor Hendricks. Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. I have a question for the Sheriff. Mr. Sheriff. Sheriff Mahoney. Um, I guess I was just wondering, I, I do really appreciate um, the policy memos that were sent um, to uh, Supervisor Stubbs and Supervisors Pirtle. Um, but I think these things would help. Um, these would be policies that my constituents um, would be very interested in, and certainly all the activism around um, you know, mass incarceration and racial disparities in our criminal justice system. I think it would be good to have um, some publicly accessible um, place for these policies. Um, it, you know, if, if appropriate things like this that are being, you know, part of the public record, assumably subject to um, open records requests, is there any such place where I could go um, on your website or in Legistar or something to, to find these policy memos, or are you willing to, to work with us on that? I can share the minutes from our meetings. Okay. Um, what about the... There is no policy manual um, because based upon the, as an example, when heroin increased, we didn't then create a policy stating that it will be our number one uh, 
drug of attack, you know, up until two weeks ago at the last meeting, we didn't know that we had a methamphetamine problem in this city, which we now know is emerging. You know, our priority revolves around what is putting most people at risk. In the early 80s, it was cocaine. It has been eclipsed today by opiates, not just heroin, but prescription, lawful opiate painkillers are the number one drug of abuse. And putting our kids and our county citizens at risk every single day. But as it relates to policy, there is not a written policy that says we will only make heroin our number one priority. There is not. Okay. And maybe I'm sort of conflating this with the prior resolution and, you know, the statement regarding the equipment, but I know there was reference also to what these funds might be used for. And that's why I was just wondering if there was a centrally located place where the policies that do exist or the policy statements that you've made regarding certain resolutions and federal, you know, application of federal grants, if there was a place where the public could find that or supervisors could or just kind of email you on a case-by-case basis. Yeah, well, the letter that I drafted at the request of Chair Pirtle and Supervisor Stubbs, I delivered by hand to the county board office to be attached to the resolution. And that, my guess, would be accessible to anybody that wanted a copy of it. Okay. Thank you. I share some of the concerns, and I agree with a lot of what Supervisor Hendricks said, but maybe my biggest concern is continuing to accept this funding when we know we have a huge racial disparities problem, when we know the war on drugs has failed and produced very racially disparate outcomes, and we're developing a tool to analyze the impact our legislative decisions have on our racial disparities issues. So I almost feel like we should have a moratorium on this type of grant funding on our, you know, participation in the war on drugs until we really understand more and have the data we need to make more informed decisions on how this contributes to our racial disparities. I really do think these are public health issues and should be addressed as health issues and in the health care system, and it's not consistent with some of what we'd like to do around alternatives, you know, to incarceration. So I will also be voting no on this for those reasons, and I would urge you all to consider the same. Thank you, Supervisor Wagner. Supervisor Baird. Thank you, Madam Chair. I'll try and be brief. I appreciate and agree very much with what Supervisor Hendrick and Supervisor Wagner have said. However, I will be voting in support of this, and here's the reason why. I've had a conversation a couple of months ago with, because of something that was happening in my community, with members of the gang task force and the narcotics task force, and their explanation of what they see themselves doing to me was that heroin is a community problem. This is, I mean, I wish I could say the direct quote, and it's a paraphrase, obviously, but that they do not wish to solve heroin problems in our community by policing. They wish to solve it by education, by outreach, by conversations, by investigation, by understanding. So I know that this money, of course they do arrest. I'm not trying to misstate what they're doing. Of course they, you know, help with charges. But they understand that their job is much more than that, and I found it very moving. So I agree with what the previous supervisors have said, and I still support taking this funding because the individuals that work with these task forces agree with it as well. Thank you, Supervisor Baird. Supervisor Gillis. Further discussion on Resolution 494? Seeing none, 
All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and in the opinion of the chair, two-thirds um, vote has been received on Resolution 494. Resolution 502, authorizing acceptance of grant funds from the Office of National Drug Control Policy, Milwaukee High-Intensity Drug Trafficking Area grant. On Resolution 502, is there discussion? Supervisor Hendrick. Uh, thank you, Chair Corrigan. I'd like to be recorded as voting no. Further discussion on Resolution 502? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and in the opinion of the chair, a two-thirds vote has been received, um, and Resolution 502 is approved. Such other business... Oh, excuse me. Um, It's fine if we... uh, I think we can do that. You hadn't really moved on yet. So who are we? Supervisors Pan and Wegleitner have also re- Pardon. Pan. And Pan, Wegleitner, and Ritt, along with Supervisor Hendrick. Yeah, I got Hendrick. The tip-off is when he did that, you guys. Just saying that. Okay, let's see. Wegleitner. Okay, I got it. Okay. Item, agenda item O, such other business as the county board is authorized to conduct by law. Seeing no one uh, punching in under that, is there a motion to adjourn? Supervisor Chenoweth moves, seconded by Balig. Um, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and we are adjourned. <laughs>